0: Hello, hello, hello. I am Matt Williamson. How is everyone? This fine day. Two-parter, as we usually do here midweek. Wrap up, put a little bow on the Packers, move on to the Brownies. So, with that win, they now have about a 56% chance of making the playoffs. Went up 6% with that victory, as well as everything else that happened around them in the league. Again, these just random notes. So... <laughs> Steelers won this game. Everyone's talking about fourth quarter, Kenny, and that's great. He's been tremendous in the fourth quarter. I mean, way better than the first three quarters. But in this game, two for five for eight yards in the fourth quarter. (laughs) That's not why they won, needless to say. Now, this is really interesting to me. Many want to talk about his fourth quarter comebacks, and I am just stealing this verbatim from my buddy, Mike Sando, who writes to The Athletic and does tremendous work. So Pickett ranks tied for second since 1933 with six fourth quarter comeback victories in his first 21 starts. Okay. We all know that. That's the same number as Andrew Luck and Ben Roethlisberger had in their first 21. Exciting stuff. Until one looks at the leaderboard below. Josh Freeman, Brian Hoyer, Tim Tebow also had Six. Mark Wilson leads with seven. The point is, and again, I'm just reading this verbatim. There is probably nothing predictive about the comeback victories. Players do not consistently turn it on late in games after struggling earlier. However, the Steelers' defense and Tomlin's coaching are the predictive parts. Tomlin is one of 63 coaches since his hiring in 2007 to coach at least 30 regular season games as an underdog. And he's the only one with a winning record in those games. He's 43 and 41. Not against spread, total. The other 62 qualifying coaches won 33% of those games. He's over 50%. Much bigger sample size, more something to hang your hat on in my opinion. Little Ravens note because they just lost to the Browns, but the Ravens are 125-4 and since 2000 in games they led by more than 14 points at any point. They suffered three of their four defeats since the start of last season, including last week. Crazy. Um, Aaron Jones in this game, clearly the focal point of the Steelers' defense, only produced 19 yards receiving on four catches. While averaging just 2.7 yards per carry on 13 rushes, he managed just 34 rushing yards on 13 carries, resulting in a negative 28 rush yards over expectation. They destroyed Aaron Jones. Cut. Defensive snap stuff. Out of a possible 68, Porter and Peterson played 68. They're the starting corners now. Wallace got picked on, but he only played in 27 snaps. I think they know who their best two are. It's Peterson and Porter, and I agree. Sullivan was out there for 19. At safety, KZ played every snap. Neal ended up playing 56 of 68. Riley played 21. Not bad. Thompson played seven, thrown right in the mix. Now, Roberts is up to a full-time player. Unfortunately, he's at 65 of 68, My article this week is State of the Steelers Inside Linebackers. Go check that out. It's not particularly pretty. Robinson played 41. Alexander only lasted for nine. Watt played 66. Highsmith 63. And Golden and Herbig really have not played much lately. Five and two for those two. On the D-line, Benton, 45. Ogan Joby, 44. Cam, 40 as he works his way back. A little concerning. Maybe you'd like to see that a little higher, but I love the Bentons up at the top. Watts, twenty-two. Loudermilk, eight. Liao, only four. Not sure why Loudermilk over Liao, but I'm not gonna look too much into that. Two guys that played better than I had originally thought were Watts, who talk about him every week. It seems like I know he was inactive the week before, but he makes the most of his snaps. And Peterson was wasn't bad. I was really hard on the secondary. I said yesterday that he made some plays. But he did more than that. He was pretty consistent as well. Um, Also, the Packers left guard and center, Myers and Jenkins, they were pretty darn good in this game, too. So I want to give those guys credit from time to time. I thought the safeties were actually even worse than we thought. KZ and Neal. Wallace was even worse than I thought, or at least as bad. And Roberts, unfortunately, who's now an every down dude, is getting exposed a little bit. It was not a great game for him. Now, take a quick break and we will introduce you, reintroduce you to the Cleve Brownies. All right, matchup overview stuff. Browns are four and one at home. Steelers are 2-1 on the road. Both teams are on a two-game winning streak. The first time the Browns were leading in last, week, last week's win over Baltimore was when the clock hit zero at the final buzzer with the ball going through the uprights. Steelers are 13-5 in their last 18 games. Cleveland's outscored their opponents by 44 points. Steelers have been outscored by 26 Steelers, as you know, are now 6-0 in games decided by one score or less. They now have nine straight victories in one score games. Kind of an art to that, too. Hang with me. This is a big bullet point, but there's a lot of good stuff here with Steeler turnover differential. Their plus 10 is best in the NFL. Browns are minus four. Steelers defense has the most turnovers created, 18. But Cleveland's not far behind. They've created 15. Pittsburgh has 10 interceptions compared to 9 for the Browns. Only the Chargers have recovered more fumbles than Pittsburgh's defense. Cleveland turned the ball over 19 times, the most in the league. Cleveland has turned the ball over 19 times, the most in the league. The Chargers are the only team with fewer turnovers than the Steelers, who have only turned it over 8 compared to 19 for the Browns. The Raiders are the only offense with more interceptions than Cleveland, while the Steelers have lost just two fumbles, the fewest in the NFL. A lot there. They're going to be a huge key to this game. In the most recent meeting, a Steelers win, as you know, Pittsburgh turned the ball over twice. However, the Browns turned it over four times, missed a field goal, and was 0-2 on fourth downs, all of which are turnovers in my book. In that game, Pittsburgh scored 26 points despite never snapping the ball inside the Browns' 30-yard line, if you recall. That's bonkers. Uh, Kenny Pickett has appeared in 22 career games. In the games he's thrown an interception, they're 2-6, and six, even 1. Games he has not, 11-3. Pretty strong trend. I mean, I don't think that's fluky at all. In 12 games in a Browns uniform, Deshaun Watson has fumbled six times. In his career 66 games played, he's fumbled 36 times. He's also thrown 46 career interceptions and nine with the Browns. Very different in terms of protecting the football here with the quarterbacks. The Steelers and Browns offenses have converted a set of downs into a new set of downs 66% of the time. Only the Jets, Giants, and Patriots are worse. League average is 70%. However, Cleveland's defense is the best in the league by a wide margin at this metric at 56% allowed. Put that in context, the Jets are second best at 64%. Pittsburgh's defense is league average, 70%. Easily the highest in the league. The Browns lead the league in time of possession at 34-12 per game. And over their past three games, they're at 35-46. Steelers come in at 27-31. In their last matchup, Pittsburgh only held the ball for 24-32. The Browns ran 28 more plays in that game than the Steelers. Last week, Cleveland had 34-15 compared to 25-45 for the, ball, for the Ravens and ran 25 more plays than Baltimore. It's nuts. The Browns have produced 64 more first downs than they've allowed. Think about that. They have 98 more rushing attempts than their opponents. They produce just over 90 more yards per game than they allow. But really stands out. Now think about this. Cleveland's offense has been on the field for 166 more plays than their defense. That's 18 and a half more plays per game than their opponent. Their offense has almost played three more games than their defense. If you've got about 60 plays a game, that's insane to me. Pittsburgh's opponents have produced 36 more first downs, 68 more passing yards, 31 more rushing yards, and have run 74, 75 more plays than the Steelers this year. So conversely, the Steeler defense has been on the field for 75 more plays than their offense, which is well over a entire football game. Okay, last couple things here. Earlier in the year, they outrushed the Steelers by 143 yards in that game. And last thing, which doesn't inspire a lot of confidence to keep this team out of the playoffs, Based off current EPA, only four teams have an easier schedule going forward than the Brownies. So, Brownies win this one. They're in really good shape for the playoffs. Actually, so are the Steelers. I mean, it's with Bengals losing, Bills losing, et cetera, et cetera. That's a wrap. Good one today. Over and out.